Hello and welcome to Leviathan News. Today is June 19th and we're here. Me and the boys, Garrett, Spadvisor, welcome. What's up, guys? Yeah. So Those the big squids. news. Yes, quiz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the big news today that we can start with, and I probably should have shared this last week uh, when we published all of our stuff, but uh, Frax Chain was announced by Frax. Um, try not to self-promote too hard, but uh, it got picked up in the media, and that seems like a lot of people are talking about it. Frax Chain is a coming L2 to be launched by Frax uh, that will be uh, deployed pretty much by the end of the year. It will be a hybrid, hybrid roll-up system that will use Frax ETH as gas, and it will support all Frax assets. So really looking forward to it. What does a hybrid roll-up exactly mean? Well, a hybrid rollup is just a, a mixture of op optimistic and ZK architecture. So it, it allows you to have an EVM space, but also proc, uh, also uh, push ZK proofs to the uh, uh, to ETH. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's super exciting, super exciting. Yeah, you did one of the on the flywheel pod, right? I did, I did. We broke it on flywheel pod. Cool thing about the cool thing about Frax Chain is that like all the gas. So anytime anybody uses Frax Chain, uh, they're going to have to use Frax ETH, not stake Frax ETH, but Frax ETH. And so uh, all the Frax ETH that's being used on Frax Chain um, will not be staked. And additionally, uh, which means a higher yield for stake Frax yeah. ETH. Uh, and then in addition, all the gas that's burned from transactions. Uh, will go as revenue to uh, VFXS. So it could see significant uh, revenue increases to Frax over the next 12 months. Nice. I, I, I saw that you also had uh, Sam on for an interview yes. on the flight. Yep. Uh, what, what were some of his uh, takes on, uh, on this transition, on like the benefits of uh, Frax going uh, this direction of having a Frax chain instead of uh, any other uh, infrastructural alternative? <laughs> Well, I mean, what would the what would the alternatives be? I mean, I I, I just want to know about that question first. Like, uh, for example, uh, remain on uh, Ethereum and keep uh, like the infrastructure, the, the existing infrastructure uh, now, or develop to, or wait for like uh, some kind of uh, zk developments and then deploy uh, Frax uh, there. Yeah, I think the issue really is around like um, like being a liquidity hub, right? So when you have Frax chain. Uh, that's able to, uh, you know, support all Frax assets and uh, hopefully subsidize. I mean, one thing that I'd like to see is just gas subsidization. So you think about like whitelisted apps that are potentially doing, I don't know, some things, uh, you know, cross-chain lending or something. Uh, you could have gas subsidization because of the fees that are going back and the increased yields to stake Fraxies. So I think there's a lot of um, synergies between like what, the Frax has already done and Frax chain, like it's not just going to be another EVM or like L2 EVM because um, that wouldn't make sense. There has to be like specific tangible need for it uh, so that it can be launched. Uh, but if it can do anything like what Arbitrum is doing, I mean, they're generating what I think like seven to $8 million worth of profits a year with another like 50 to 60 million in revenue for the sequencers. So, if it, it, it makes sense for Frax to control all of its 
like the vertical, right? That's kind of been one of the things that they've uh, like wanted to do since the beginning, right? Uh, is is own all the verticals, and so that's why you see Fraxlin, where it you can essentially borrow Frax through there. Um, leads to a lot of like uh, currency creation. Uh, there's FraxSwap as well too, which hasn't seen the same kind of uptick for DEXs, uh, but some of the other products as well too uh, really makes sense and it all uh, just drives increased revenue back to the protocol. Do you think that more like uh, the core functions of Frax would start shifting onto the cell too, like governance? <clears throat> no, 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 no. That, everything that stays on ETH. I would just assume that it becomes like a liquidity layer uh, like the primary way to transfer value back and forth right now is through, uh, you have to come back to ETH. So it's almost like a spoke system where uh, if you want to transfer assets like Frax assets to another chain, you you have to use, you have to come back to ETH every single time. And that increases gas costs. So I think with Frax chain, it'll essentially connect everything and you'll be able to move between all the liquidity layers pretty seamlessly. It's exciting well, stuff. Uh, do you think Sam would come on to talk? Yeah, exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'll ask him. I'll give him a ping. Maybe he can come on this week. Uh, but we, we do definitely have him on. Yeah, we do have a super busy week for guests, actually. So uh, maybe next week. Actually, next week is some some heavy hitters that we're going to announce Amen. soon. Amen. Uh, so be nice, definitely. Uh, another story that we talked about last week, <clears throat> like pretty in depth, was Michael's. Uh, CRV loan position and the gauntlet team had proposed to freeze it after it had grown to the size that it was, which was around 30% of the total circulating supply in Aave. Well, it went to a vote and Aave, you like, I don't want to say unanimously, but it was rejected at Aave uh, and it will not pass. Actually, it was unanimous. There Why wouldn't was... you say unanimous? Yeah. It <laughs> was unanimous. I just checked it. <laughs> you can say it. Unanimously, indeed. Wow, that's interesting. Now, now obviously, yeah, governance yeah. does work a little different. So, but yeah, no one no one stepped up to vote no, which might have been because it was clear it wasn't going to pass. But hmm. you think like one person would have just like put like one Ave towards no or something? Uh, I have to admit, yeah, it was yeah, like a relief. It was a relief to me because, like, being a curve maximalist last week was a difficult week, right? Like, you know, we're doing trying to do all this innovative stuff with Curve USD, and every time we log on, it's questions about Mitch's house, and it's just like, <laughs> it wasn't interesting. Um, <laughs> I thought like a huge distraction. Um, but if anything tells me that these fudsters were all hat no cattle, it's this, right? Like, like despite the monumental volume of fud and memes going around about this, not one person like actually when they're like looking at the health of the protocol and like deciding where to actually steer their votes bothered even like send in a symbolic no vote. So uh, keep this in mind when you're on crypto Twitter, that it's not reality. Is it? Well, we are making realities. Uh, Stani actually came to our Leviathan post after we posted this uh, yesterday yeah. and said, governance is spoken. Indeed, I think it says a lot to have someone like Stani, uh, you know, reacts to these kinds of news. I think he shares your thoughts, uh, Garrett, about uh, just exactly how relevant this whole stuff was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of so, it came from um, uh, Mark Zeller, friend of the show, uh, who we talked with some time ago. Um, 
like he was he's been through so much of these fud cycles uh he posted a pretty entertaining meme i'll see if i can bring it up but basically like like he's like there's always all this persistent fud going around on twitter um through crypto twitter like threaders generally focusing on ave and curve and like so little of it is actually like actually justified in terms of how the protocol operates ave is really good at this right like lending markets are difficult and ave has had i want to say monopoly but they've been like at the peak of their game um since DeFi summer no hacks like very little like issues facing their protocol um so just hats off to ave for just like figuring out this uh, lending game and really nailing it I also think that uh, people are looking for FUD with uh, these protocols exactly because these are the interesting protocols, you know, so what are they going to FUD? Uh, they want to FUD the, the interesting uh, stuff. They don't want to FUD the, the stuff that are not as interesting or as uh, integral uh, in the DeFi world. Speaking of integral to the DeFi world, what's going on over at Curve with Curve USD this week, Garrett? So there's a, been a whole variety of new collaterals that are getting voted on being added. Uh, so there is uh, WBTC, which could be pretty interesting. That's uh, going to be another market of up to 200 million cap. And uh, raw Ethereum in the form of WETH. And there's been a little bit of confusion on this front because some people are saying like, uh, wait, why are you supporting WETH and not raw Ethereum? Um, when they don't realize that uh, the curve contracts essentially handle WETH and Ethereum seamlessly. So you could actually deposit raw Ethereum and it will just wrap it directly into Ethereum. So, uh, yeah, there, yeah we've, we saw some funny memes going around last year when people were joking about like FUD around WETH specifically. Like, oh no, whales are accumulating WETH. What's going to happen to the WETH supply? Um, but it seems like there might be some similar like misinterpretations of uh, wrapped Ethereum going around. Let's do a quick vote internally here. <clears throat> Uh, which assets do you think are going to get added to Curve USD in the future? So, Rabbitcoin, with what's next? And we also have so my guess in Heath too. Yeah, my guess would be an increase in the SFRAX Heath cap would be on the horizon soon, um, and then probably other LSTs. I think there'd be a lot of interest in. I think once Curve USD gets to you know maybe a few hundred billion market cap, you'd start to see Curve or possibly Curve ETH as collateral. Uh, and try crypto would I think be like some of the like major ones people are looking at. Um, it's at some point it's going to be turned over fully to the DAO. Right now it's um, it's only available to the DAO, but you have to have the technical knowledge to submit a vote without the UI. At some point it'll just be in the UI and it's just going to be completely driven by the community. Right. And um, what other so. Are there any other tokens like would would they list like the uni token for example or ave for example uh i would guess ave before uni just be, because i don't think that the curve community by and large um like are large uni holders but i could be i, I know i know some people do hold some uh, i think it's i think there's gonna be a huge push to onboard uh curve pools as collateral so i just look at some of the curve pools with volume um, because uh, right yeah right they would rather have the pools on because the pools are already like in their ecosystem and they don't actually have to like go outwards right and then there's yeah a lot of people that just yeah have a ton of um pools um like yeah there's a, like large curve stakes and like various pools and would like to do something with it so i would i would look at those as the the source of the next ones 
It's also worth pointing out that the TriCrypto factory is like uh, live for anyone who wants to interact with it. So we might see some of the new TriCrypto um, pools. Like one was launched this past week with um, Wrapped Steph, TBTC, and CurveUSD. So we might see some interesting uh, pools similar to that getting launched and becoming forms of collateral. Sorry, my mouse, my mouse just went dead. Um, <laughs> isn't that the worst? Like you have a you have a wireless mouse and the battery just yeah. like dies. Like, what are you supposed to do with the computer if you can't move the mouse? Like, you really have to be a yell keyboard uh, specialist. Exactly, yell at it. <laughs> uh, right. So, in other big news, Zach XPT was sued by wow. Maki Big Brother. Uh, for a thread that he made, I think, last year. And from that, Zach uh, essentially is now being sued for li or is it defamation. Yeah, defamation lawsuit. And Zach put together this, this thread about how uh, Jeff Huang, Maki Big Brother, embezzled 22,000 ETH over 10 projects. And he essentially went through uh, and like looked at all the transaction data and found these interesting links. Now, I'm sure that uh, the language probably is uh, the thing that Maki was upset about or Jeff was upset about. But, you know, Jeff had a bunch of different projects, Mithril. Uh, Formosa, you know, some actually like large ones. Like Mithril was quite large. Uh, you know, he was involved in Cream as well too. Um, so there was a bunch of different things that actually happened over the, back in 2020 and 2021. And Zach documented all this, put it into a very long thread, and now he's having to pay the price. Um, so over the weekend, he put up a link so that people could donate to him and. Uh, last we checked, it was over five hundred thousand uh, dollars. But let me just throw this into D-Bank. I think we went over a million. Oh, he's over a million now. I think it's going closing on two million even. Like it's um because yeah. since all that has happened, we've seen like Justin Sun stepped up, Binance stepped up. Like everyone's been donating, and it's there's even been a Zach XBT token launched, which will send proceeds from every transaction to this address. So you could actually purchase this token, transact in it. And um and uh, support Zach this way. Like Zach is like, we we see so many terrible actors in this space, and uh, we need a thousand people like Zach to actually police and clean this thing up. Um, so like, yeah. of course the community is coming together to rally behind him, and it's like offensive that this um uh this person uh, Machi Big Brother is um is filing the suit in the first place, uh, because Zach is anon, right? Like and this lawsuit doxes him so all of a sudden yeah. all these people he's attacked in the past for like attack uh, harming the space like who knows what they're going to do so he might need like higher private security and things like this so if you can get as much funds to zach as you can because like like we need to send the message that we are not going to allow this to happen um like if you're stepping up to police the space the community is going to protect you yeah, so I, I looked on D-Bank and he topped out at over a million dollars, one point, almost $1.1 million topped out at uh, before it was removed. 
um, still has over a hundred thousand dollars in there, um, which is pretty, pretty awesome. So great for the community to step up. For sure. And I think, you know, uh, earlier you said, uh, Garrett, that we need a thousand people like uh, Zach. I think uh, for now he's been doing the, the work of a thousand people uh, himself in the space, you know, in, uh, in many ways. And I think also, I think it was very nice to see that uh, um, there are parts of the community that don't only care about uh, stuff like uh, Poly 0x uh, wants uh, 100 ETH for uh, something or, or uh, whatever. You know, uh, for like what uh, the, the whatever next uh, shield is, uh, but uh, on the contrary, the, when there's something serious to be done and someone serious from the community who actually needs uh, its support, it was very nice to see uh, how quickly he got in it, and uh, he got it, and uh, from so many different entities in the space, like uh, Sam mentioned, uh, or you, uh, Binance, and all kinds of different actors that. Uh, immediately uh, jump, jumped on the wagon as well. And um, I think, by the way, that the exact reason that he was uh, sued was mainly to dox him. I don't think it's really about so? uh, making him pay. Yeah, I think it's about uh, hurting his work and, uh, you know, putting him on that uh, jeopardy. And I think that's exactly like uh, what's, what's actually, you know, under the belt or I don't know how you say it, but uh, definitely... It's to scare him, you know what I mean? And it's to scare others that if you do stuff like he does, uh, you will be doxxed and you will uh, maybe uh, like uh, pursued in different ways. Because in my opinion, it it was about that. It was about doxing him and uh, trying to interfere with the work he does and to intimidate others from trying to do the same. And as a community, like you said, we need these others. So we have to do what we need to do in order to support them and encourage them to keep doing what they do. I've met Jeff once. I know. Oh, go Um, ahead. Yeah, I met Jeff once way back when, maybe 2000. Jeff? Yeah, big big brother Bucky. Uh, Jeff Huang, the guy who's suing oh. Zach. I met him once. He was at a, uh, I think it was at a convention. I can't really remember. Must have been at a convention because uh, he was kind of a rock star then. Um, he had all these like random people coming up to him. He had just launched this like site called like Swag Finance. This is what it, like one of the early like cream uh, controversies is that like Jeff launches cream and then adds uh, he like launched cream. What? It was the guy behind cream. Yeah, he launched Cream, yeah. And so uh, he added this token called Swag to it, which was his, like, cam girl uh, site. It was, like, for uh, cam girl porn. And you would... But for, like, Asian cam girl porn, right? And you would use the Swag token to, like, pay for things. Similar to, like, Spank Chain, I guess. Um, but they like immediately, like within a couple of days after launch, they like added it to cream as like a borrowable asset. And it really like messed up a lot of the vibes at the time. And then like, there was some stuff that happened it got pulled. And then eventually later cream was transferred over to, uh, Andre. Yeah, well, look, I'm biased and I think DeFi advisor is biased, but Leviathan news is not. So if you want to get Jeff on the show to talk about his side of the lawsuit, like we'd be happy to host him. Yeah, exactly. Well, if he wants to come on the show, well, I mean, Zach's under, you know, in a lawsuit now. It's probably best that he doesn't say anything. Yeah. Um, 
I, but, you um, know, maybe one of his lawyers wants to come on and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some very serious guys came to uh, represent him. Uh, Brown Radnick, I think uh, the office is called. Exactly. Yeah. Stephen Pally, who has been uh, like uh, around the space for a long time, and I think Zach's going to be in good hands. Um, but yeah, the damage is done. He's essentially been doxxed by it, so uh, that's quite a bummer. I've kind of thought this in the past. I don't know what you two think. Uh, we kind of started talking about this back during Back the Bunny uh, last podcast, where we were like saying, like, could there be an SEC that does good? And the example I like to bring up is like, if we rebuilt the SEC from the ground up with Zach XBT as chief. I don't think that the SEC would be a controversial entity. I think it would be an entity that would actually like have the manpower that Zach needed to um, actually attack the bad actors and support the good actors in the space. And you could actually posit the existence of a good Securities and Exchange Commission. Um, but I don't well, know what the two of you think about that. I listened to really Hester. I, I, yeah, I listened to Hester Purse on um, Laura Shen's podcast while I was driving back from uh, this weekend. And, you know, it was really interesting to hear her talk, right? I think her, the biggest thing that she said was just like the SEC has kind of like dragged its, itself on rulemaking over this period and created all these like weird situations like the Promethean thing. And it's been five years now, right, since they first started uh, going after like ICOs and other stuff. And, um, you know, she was just disappointed that the commission has not been able to institute um, an actual framework that can be used. Unlike, uh, like unlike other countries like Canada. Right. And so listening to her, it's not that she's like pro crypto and like everything that we're doing. She's just like, wants to have a, a space where these companies can come in, get registered and then operate and focus on, operations rather than having to spend constant funds and revenues to pay for lawyers uh, so that they can get letters and potentially still be liable right um, yeah but i think they kind of dragging it on purpose i think their policy is to not have a policy and to not have a clear policy. sure and she she talked about this i mean like look at, at the end of the day it is what it is right but we like the main point of what the SEC should be doing is is enabling businesses to operate, right? Providing regulations with a clear path so that businesses can come in and register, and then go out and make money. Which at the end of the day is what everybody wants to do. Like I don't think that Coinbase wants to spend, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars to on their legal stuff when they could have filed some paperwork back in like 2017, 2018, or whenever they went to go do their IPO, right? Like, it just makes no sense that companies that want to operate and focus on running the business are having to like dr be dragged through the muck of this whole SEC thing with not being able to get clear uh, like paths on how to, to get towards being fully compliant. We'll just leave it at that. We, we can, I, I don't want to couch legal too much on this. Um, we can have back on one of our legal legals to talk about it. But at the end of the day, companies just want to run their business and they don't want to have to like spend millions of dollars on, on legal fees just to be yeah. in compliance. 
And then do you want to talk about this Beyond the Borg article, Garrett? I'd like to. Another thing I haven't read, I, I was touching grass this weekend, so I'm still playing catch oh, okay. up on all the crypto yeah. news. Okay, we'll come back. We'll come back about it later this week. I think it's a good place to wrap up. Um, the Zach XBT stuff definitely will include the donation link in the show notes, and also the more information about Fractchain. So, thank you for tuning in today to Leviathan News and Squids. We will see you back tomorrow for the longest day of the year. Nice. Yeah. All right. Summer is in. It is. So until the tie returns. We'll see you squids tomorrow. Goodbye, guys. <laughs>